0: Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and a complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 78, Riding the Waves. Hey, everyone. So I'm running behind. I usually like to do my podcast. I committed to doing my podcast on Sundays um, in 2018. And something came up yesterday, and I didn't get to it. And so I ended up writing a blog instead. And so today, even though it's Monday, um, I wanted to just read that blog to you kind of doing this podcast a little differently this week. And then we'll be back on our regular scheduled time on Sunday. I did want to do a quick announcement. If you live in the central Ohio area, I will be having a book party this Saturday. I'm super excited for it. And I hope you can come out. It's just an open house from 11 to 1. And the details and all the information about that can be found at live-happier.com. And then it's book Dash party dash open dash house. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes because that's a little confusing. <laughs> I need to do better on naming my websites. But you can find all the information out about where that's going to be. I also have it on my Facebook page and my Instagram as well as LinkedIn. So there's lots of places for you to look and find that information. Or you can just email me if you want to know more about it. Nancy Jane at live dash happier.com. Okay, enough about book parties. And um, so today's blog slash podcast is called Riding the Waves. Feelings. They get such a bad rap. If there is one thing the psychology world has a lot of contradictory opinions on, it is feelings. Advice ranges from, you have to feel your feelings. Don't let your feelings run your life. Don't be overly emotional. Don't stuff your feelings. Anytime there is information coming from two extremes, the answer is somewhere in the messy middle. For so many years, that is why I avoided feelings, because they're messy. There isn't a hard and fast way to deal with them. There is no right way. Here's what I know to be true. Feelings are messy. They're individual. Each person experiences them, deals with them and faces them differently. Feelings are legit. They are signs of our internal wisdom. Feelings can't keep us stuck, but our thoughts about our feelings can. If we don't feel our feelings, they will show up other places. They don't go away if we ignore them. So given all that, how are we supposed to deal with feelings? Here is a story from Emily, someone I recently worked with. Her name and details have been changed. Emily has had a tough year. Her ex husband harps on her about every little thing when it comes to the shared custody of their sons. Her company is going through some restructuring, so there's a lot of unknowns in the workplace. And her mom's breast cancer just recently returned. She's overwhelmed, to say the least. Recently, I mentioned to Emily that she needed to feel her feelings. Her response was, I have no problem being angry and sad. I'm the first to share all the hard times I'm going through and complain about them. I feel like I get stuck in my feelings. I take them out of my kids. I feel stressed all the time. I need to get out of them, not have more of them. My response was, you do a great job of justifying your feelings and replaying the events that leave you feeling stuck, but you don't ever allow yourself to feel anything. You just intellectualize them. I used to be like Emily. I would feel stressed and then spend the rest of the day justifying why I was stressed, listing off all the stressors but never allowing myself to soften into the anger, sadness, and frustration. I just kept replaying it over and over. I would argue that Emily wasn't feeling anything. She was simply naming all the bad things in her life. She wasn't allowing herself to feel them. She wasn't owning her anger or giving herself a chance to experience it. She would just label the event that justified her anger and move on. When we spend our time justifying or intellectualizing our stress, we're dancing in the shallow end. Think of it like entering the ocean and the water is chilly. As you wade in, you stand in the shallow end and the cold waves keep splashing you. You just stand there, getting slapped by the cold waves, never actually getting in the water. Similarly, when we replay all our wrongs, we just keep getting hit with the cold waves. But when we wade all the way in and immerse ourselves in the cold water, when we allow the anger to come over us and feel the pain completely, we will feel better. When we soften into what is happening head on, we can assimilate and find relief. When we accept our anger it dissipates. When we accept the cold water and allow our body to adjust to it, it dissipates. But standing in the shallow end, saying how cold the water is, doesn't feel good. And it doesn't help. Recently, Emily sent me an email. She shared how she did end up losing her job. The company was downsizing and she was one of the casualties. Emily came home from work and was devastated. She called her partner for support and he immediately jumped into problem-solving mode. Remembering our conversation, she stopped him mid-suggestion and said, you know, today I just want to be pissed off. I just want to be angry because I am. This sucks. Tomorrow I will solve the problem. Today I'm pissed. As she was telling me the story, she said I was shocked that came out of my mouth, but I did just want one day to be angry. This is acknowledging your feelings. Emily allowed herself to feel angry because she was legit angry. In her email, she shared how skeptical she was about the process, but how much better she felt. I didn't feel like a victim, like I thought I would. Feeling the anger empowered me. I was amazed how much it helped. Feeling your feelings isn't something you have to do. It is something your body naturally does. You just have to give yourself permission. So the next time you notice yourself listing all the negatives in your life, ask yourself, how does this make me feel? With each response, just allow yourself to soften and give yourself some empathy and grace, such as, oh, that sucks, or oh, sweet pea, and then ask yourself again, how does this make me feel? At first, you might have to ask yourself multiple times before you soften into the actual feeling. This process allows you to move past the shallow end and swim into the deep water, riding those waves. It is life-changing. That's the show, gang. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you can go out into the world to this week and really feel those feelings. Learning how to do this process has really been life-changing for me and as you can see, my clients. And it is one of those processes that we really get stuck in because there's so much contradictory information out there. So I hope that this blog kind of cleared some stuff up for you and, and gave you a new way of looking at feelings and gave you some pause for how you can start feeling your feelings in a different way. And I will be back next Sunday with another episode of the Happiness Hacks. And I hope to see you then. Here's to living happier. Oh, oh,